Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Wednesday, June 24th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We've shifted into a new phase in the coronavirus pandemic, We're social distancing, washing our hands, wearing face masks, and we are reopening the country. I'll still give you updates on any new information about the virus and vaccine development, but I'll also be focusing on how we're reopening America. One of the unfortunate effects of shutting down the economy for months to limit the spread of coronavirus was that there was no revenue going back into local governments. As a result, budgets have been upended, and now over 700 cash-strapped cities have to stop plans to repair roads, water systems, and other investments. Tony Rahm, business reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Hey, thanks for having me. We're talking about reopening the country back up after the coronavirus shutdowns. Obviously, a lot of businesses are starting to get going. Restaurants obviously are opening. Uh, People are returning to the workplace. But one interesting thing that also happened because of this is it wasn't only just people and businesses that had to experience this. The governments, cities and local governments themselves also had a big shortage of cash. You know, they weren't making a lot of tax revenues during all this shutdown time. And right now there's over 700 cities that had plans to do a lot of infrastructure repair, things like that. And they're having to put a lot of that on hold because there's just no money there anymore in their budgets. Tony, tell us a little bit about this. 
the coronavirus really has been a serious problem for city and state governments across the country. You know, when we think of government, we often tend to forget that governments are major employers. They're major spenders. They don't just have a whole lot of people on staff. They put a bunch of money out into the economy when they engage in major construction projects, for example. So the coronavirus has done to government much as it's done to business. It's depleted some of the revenues. It's forced them to make really painful cuts. Except in this case, the effect of all this is to reduce government services and to potentially put more burden on local residents. We could see situations as evidenced in some of the data that we reported today where people are waiting longer to get government services. They're waiting longer to see calls answered from first responders, things of that nature, because so many of these cities and states are being forced to make cuts that they otherwise weren't planning to make. And one of the biggest expenditures that these cities and local governments had during the pandemic, as we saw a lot of reporting, was personal protective equipment and contracting with disinfecting services to keep public buildings clean, whatever it is. If they have a, like in Los Angeles, a subway system, whatever it is, these were some big expenditures that they were going through. And now when it comes time to get back to business to do these other projects that they had planned for, there's just no cash there. And for the PPE purchases, as you mentioned, there was money from Washington to help them cover the costs of that. State and cities weren't left out, you know, in the wind there to kind of suffer and pick up the tab for something they weren't expecting to pay. It's for this whole universe of other expenses that cities and states are having trouble coming up with the cash to make ends meet. So one of the things that Congress did, for example, was it passed this $2 trillion law known as the CARES Act. And that law had in it a bucket of money that cities and states could tap to pay for some of the expenses of the coronavirus. But Congress wrote it in such a way that cities and states couldn't tap this money to close their budget deficits. So you essentially had a situation where cities and states are saying they need about $1 trillion just to break even. That's a massive hole that they're going to have to fill. But even the money that's been appropriated by Congress can't be put to use here. And so this is sort of the stress. This is the challenge that a lot of these government regulators across the country are facing now. You know, it's how to balance their budgets because they're not allowed to run a deficit while at the same time not making such gigantic cuts that they're putting their own residents in harm's way. And even from that program, you know, we're getting some of this information from the National League of Cities. They found that 69% of municipalities have not received any money from some of these federal programs. So, I mean, that puts them in this other predicament where some of that money they were counting on, they still haven't even gotten. For that money in particular, we're talking about one specific fund. It's $150 billion fund that was authorized under the CARES Act. Cities and states have received other funding as a result of the law, different accounts. But for this $150 billion bucket that could be used for things like personal protective equipment, a lot of cities are having a hard time accessing that aid. And that's largely because the law was written in such a way that creates so many levels of bureaucracy that a city literally cannot get a hold of the money. It's in the hands of a state. And the states sometimes have been either slow or reluctant to kind of dole that cash out because they have needs of their own that they have to fill. And so really what all this does is it provides the latest affirmation that cities and states need the help of Washington. They say that they need about a trillion dollars of help in the form of a new congressional stimulus package. But at the same time, Democrats and Republicans here in the nation's capital have been warring over this. There are a lot of Republicans who, despite all the indications, despite the evidence, don't believe it's necessary to put some of this funding out there to help local governments make ends meet.
where does the president stand on this? Because I've been seeing, you know, just headlines that the president supports another stimulus package. Is that just for individuals or does he support it for municipalities as well? Yeah, that's the big question here. I mean, there have been times when President Trump has talked about the need to put money in the hands of local governments who need help. But more often than not, he has used this as a political attack. He has claimed erroneously that the cities and states that are having the most trouble are Democrat-led and that the reason they're having trouble is because they have pensions for government employees that for a long time have not been fully and sufficiently financed. Now, there's some truth. Pension troubles are a serious thing for a lot of cities and states. They're working through those challenges. But it's important to remember that every city, every state is dealing with some version of this, red or blue. It doesn't matter who leads the local government. There has been broad concern that the money just isn't there and that more help is necessary. And so Trump and the administration have sounded a rather negative note on these things, but it remains unclear if the administration might be willing to compromise under a certain set of conditions or if perhaps the administration gets other elements in some upcoming coronavirus aid package. But again, it's important to put all this in context. Democrats and Republicans aren't really negotiating on much of anything right now. The broader contours of any coronavirus aid package, whether it includes or doesn't include state and local aid, all of that is in flux right now. So it's still pretty early here in the process. Tony Rahm, business reporter for The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.